You are listening to the End of the Day podcast with Carrie Watterson. This is episode 42. Welcome to the End of the Day podcast, a show for people who want to better understand their brains so they can get out of their own way and start showing up the way they want in life. I'm your host, Life and Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. Each week, I'll share tools and concepts to help you think differently so you can start to live differently. If you feel trapped by your own thoughts, and if you're tired of recreating your past, if you're wondering if what you want is even possible, this podcast is for you. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Three. The Weekly Three is a series where I bring you three thoughts, tools, or concepts to help you on your journey, but in a condensed format so you can get what you need and move on with your day with renewed hope, determination, and commitment to your own personal growth. This week's topics, one, cognitive dissonance, two, knowing versus doing, three, top regrets. Let's get started. One, cognitive dissonance. The resistance you feel may just be you not yet fully stepping into your new identity. There will be points along your personal growth journey where you'll feel caught between different versions of yourself. You know you're not the old you, and yet you don't feel quite like the you you've been striving toward for some time. But I think if you take a moment to look inward, you'll find you're much closer to the new identity than you realize. This is when you have to take the leap and let the old identities go. If you've been doing the work but feeling a sense of nagging resistance, be curious. Could you be holding on to old versions of you that have no place in your current and future life? It's hard to move forward when you keep yourself tethered to your past. I know, believe me. But we sometimes subconsciously hold on to bits of our past because it's what we know. We know the cycles. We've been able to survive them up to this point. This new you, it's not yet been done. There's nothing to quotes work with. The outcomes are not yet certain. It's human nature to feel a pull towards certainty and predictability. And yet, nothing new comes from repeating the old. Here's the thing. Where would you even go, my friend? Back into the chrysalis? Back to being a caterpillar? Not possible. All the work you've been doing has fundamentally changed you. I know it may seem safer in the land of the known, but you won't last there. Because when you're a butterfly, all your instincts will tell you something is missing if you don't get out there and spread your wings. 2. Knowing versus doing. We often know where our growth is. It's when we choose to go there, face what we need to face, do what we need to do, learn what we need to learn, and welcome it all that we truly grow. When I work with my one-on-one clients, they often know the thoughts that are holding them back, their limiting beliefs, their fears, their insecurities. They often already know what they need to do to create change in their lives. Where they struggle is going from knowing to doing. They may be able to psych themselves up to take action a few times, 
but then their default thought patterns return and they psych themselves out and stop taking action. And then they'll say they've tried changing their mindset and it didn't, quotes, work. But 90% of mindset work is remembering how our brains take in information and filter and process thoughts. It's understanding the role of the primitive portion of our brain and using our evolved or higher brain to determine if a fear response is activated because of a real threat to our survival or because we're doing things that are emotionally painful or outside of our current comfort zone for growth. And once we realize it's almost always the latter, then the work is to keep our minds in the right frame of mind so we can move forward toward the fear on purpose, because that's how we build our mental strength and emotional resilience. At the crux of mindset work, then, is conscious awareness of our thoughts and being able to follow the trajectory of those thoughts down to our feelings, actions, and results, and then deciding if those thoughts are useful, processing the feelings that we need to, reframing or choosing new thoughts as necessary, and practicing those new thoughts with consistency and intention and redirecting our brains back to these new thoughts until the new thoughts take root and become our default thinking. It takes time, self-compassion, and practice. And because we have thousands and thousands of thoughts a day, it's a daily practice that we'll be doing for the rest of our life. But it's the single most important skill set we can develop to create and live the lives we want. Three top regrets. One of my favorite songs is by Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying. If you listen to the lyrics, or if you've ever heard the song before, you'll know why I'm bringing it up. It reminds me that time is not promised to us. So many of us are waiting to live our lives, waiting for when we're ready, waiting for the kids to grow up, waiting for a sign, waiting until we have the money. And before we know it, We've waited years of our lives away. When I was researching the most common regrets, I came across a list compiled by Bronnie Ware, an Australian nurse who spent years caring for people at the end of their lives. She started chronicling her patients' regrets in a blog, but when the post took off, she decided to write a book on the five regrets that came up most. Her book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, is an international bestseller. Here are the top five regrets. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Two, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Three, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Four, I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. Five, I wish that I'd let myself be happier. As you listen to the list, how many resonate with you? Which of the regrets speak to you most deeply? For me, I know I would regret not giving myself the opportunity to live a life true to myself. Knowing this motivates me to keep doing the work to chart my own path, which means regularly experiencing processing uncomfortable and sometimes painful or anxiety-invoking emotions. Connor Beaton of Man Talks talks about practicing memento mori, that is, being mindful of the inevitability of one's own death, as a way to inform how we choose to live our lives now. 
Is it morbid to think of our lives in terms of what we don't want to regret when our time has come? Or is it a way to keep us from wasting the time we do have? An undercurrent of many of my clients' sessions is regret, particularly over what they perceive to be lost time. But choosing to work on areas of struggle now, or starting the process at least, is what will lead them to pride, peace, satisfaction, fulfillment, rather than continued regret. We can focus our energy on all that we haven't done up to this point, or we can use the awareness to decide how we want to live from this point forward. What about you? What would be your greatest regret? And how can you use that knowledge to make changes in your life now? I'll have the resources that I listed in the show notes. So the book is by Bronnie Ware, The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. The podcast is with Connor Beaton, Man Talks Podcast. And the song, of course, is Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. Okay, that wraps it up for this week's Weekly 3. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. And if you have any thoughts or comments that you'd like to share about this week's podcast or any other podcast episode, please feel free to reach out. You can connect with me on Instagram. You can just send me a DM. And my Instagram handle is at Carrie Watterson Coaching. That's at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N Coaching. Or you can just email me. That's Carrie at CarrieWatterson.com. K-A-R-I at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N dot com. Thank you so much. Hope you have a fantastic week. Remember, at the end of the day, we have one life. How do you want to live yours? Let's think about it. And then let's get to work. Coaching isn't just for athletes or for select people. It's for anyone who wants support while doing the work to grow. Hi, I'm Life and Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to work with a coach, I invite you to sign up for a free 90-minute deep dive coaching call with me so you can experience firsthand how working on your mindset will forever change your life. If what you've been doing so far hasn't been working, let's talk. I offer one-on-one coaching sessions for three to six months. I help you see where your thoughts are tripping you up and keeping you from the life that you want. Go to CarrieWaterson.com or email me at Carrie at CarrieWaterson.com to book your free call this week. If you're not following me on Instagram, that's where I regularly share tips tools, and resources on all things mindset and mindfulness. My Instagram is at Carrie Watterson Coaching. That's at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N Coaching. At the end of the day, we have one life. How do you want to live yours? Think about it and then let's get to work.